Mm, just privately. Public, yeah, publicly I don't have a woman. But privately you have a woman. Yeah, privately. <laughs> <I have a woman. laughs> you must have a woman. You must. Have, you must have somebody. You oh know what I mean? Like. Dead. In my head with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag headwithjb. That's H-E-A-D. W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode 21, Life Beyond Soka with Lyrical. Hey fam, it's your girl Jay Bless. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This episode here now. I just want to go straight into this thing because I have the girls, them, sweethearts in the studio. <laughs> and G's not the only testosterone up in here. <laughs> To all the lyrical fans, yes, he's in the studio. I'm about to bring him on real soon. But before I do, make sure that you are sharing this episode. Make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast. And make sure you send the link to a friend, a family member, a stranger, uh, uh, an enemy. Damn, there are some enemies that really need to hear some of the shit we drop in here. Like, are you the toxic one? Instagram, listen, October, uh, we're focusing on cancer, breast cancer, and domestic violence. Um, but we wanted to lighten up the mood, so uh, I have um, a heartthrob in the studio. So before we get into that, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. In my head. Prolific artist, songwriter philanthropist, father, and the leading Caribbean-American soca entertainer. In my head, fam, Jay Burns, make some noise for Lyrica! Oh, guys, I'm about to it. I like that. I like that intro. Mr. Devon Martin. How you doing? I doing? I good. How you feeling? I good. I good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you made it. I'm happy to be here. Everybody who listening, much love. You know, all the ladies out there. You know, all the mothers. You know, um... 
you know, the fellas, definitely. And um, I ain't sure if kids listening, but if kids listen, hey, kids, stay in school. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a star boy, you roll up in here to your sunglasses and yeah, your whole yeah, fit yeah, and yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. small thing. And then this is a superstar look. Well, you tell me, you I tell t- me. I tell you, don't be a diva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so, is your non-diva look? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a sweatpants and a t-shirt. <laughs> and that's how woman she is. That's the only starish thing about me today. You're looking like a Zessert and Big Gold Chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you represent Paul of Spain, Trinidad. Yo, America. Zessin Capital, yeah. Talk Yo, to me. So you are Caribbean American, born in Trinidad. Yes. Let's go back to your humble beginnings of... Mm. Trinidad and playing football on the mm-hmm. concrete right. in the neighborhood. Tell me about uh, that. Um, well, I was from young. I was always active. And when I say active, I was always outside. I was never a homeboy or a homebody. You know, I was always outside with the bigger kids, with the bigger fellas, I should say, my brothers and them. And, you know, that was like the, 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 the growing up in Trinidad and Tobago, or I guess the Caribbean, that was what, you know, a youth was looking forward to do. Come from school and play football or play pitch or play cricket or play basketball or whatever it is. But the main sport was footballing, you know, for me. And that was an experience beyond, you know, anything else because at the end of the day, that is where I learned a a lot of things that I, you know, live by. You know, a lot of rules, a lot of morals, discipline, you know, um, street code, you know, not, not in a bad way. But just street code and stuff like that, you know, being around the, the elder guys, playing football, having conversations after the football and stuff like that. So, And that led to me being in one of the top clubs in Belmont, Port of Spain, Trinidad. And that led to me when I flew out, I'll fast forward a little bit, when I flew out to reside in the States, to, to, to having that skill, right, to get three scholarships in the future wow. in soccer. So, grew up in Belmont? Grew up in Belmont. All right. Yeah. What parts of Belmont? Waterman Road, Five Alcantara Terrace, to Big be exact. Up, well, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Right <laughs> up as in schools in France for gears. You don't know. Oh my gosh, that means there used to be real tracking mm, France for gears. I used to be watching my uncle and them tracking. I used to be the bang. I was too small, you know. <laughs> I wasn't in tracking terms yet. I was not tracking age. Yo. But in my head, I was watching like yeah, girl. <laughs> when I when I when I turned sixteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Yo, so wait, tell me about your family dynamic. How many siblings do you have? And where uh, do you fall? Right. Um on my mom's side it's five sisters and I have two brothers. So it's eight of us on my mom's side. Wow. In all and you know, including my father's side. I have seven sisters wow. and three brothers. One on my father's side he have, you know, three other kids, which is a twin I have a twin sister on his side, right? Two girls. And a younger brother. Goddamn. And in when my mother eats, I is the youngest boy, and I is the third youngest overall. Wow. Yeah. That's so a I have huge two younger family. Sisters. Yeah, yeah, it's plenty. So, so that means Christmas and 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 school break was lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the good thing about it is was like all of us, all of us was always good, you know. Like we basically grew up in kind of like a two-bedroom house. Yeah, talk about it. In Trinidad and Belmont, you know what I mean? And and it was crazy now, looking back at that time, it wasn't even feeling like it's that small then. Right, because you know, it had so much love, right? Yeah, it was just so much love and so much vibes, and then obviously we were smaller, you know what I mean? So no, ain't nobody needed their own room. Lyrical. Back in. Y- yeah, but PD bed? Um, 
I sure I be the better. Are you see the thing, right? I was not bad beer. Let me explain what our bad beer is real quick. Bad right? weather. Right, our bad weather. Like my little cousin, I, mean, I ain't gonna call out today, but my little cousin, like, he was a real. Call him there. You go mash him up, you go get vexed, you go say, boy, I'm gonna make more so they go noisy only. So, so, so in the family. <laughs> but. But anyway, he, he was to pee the bear like every day. Oh, jeez. I, I was never that. I probably, i sure I probably do it like one. It wasn't something like I recall. Every time I like go to pee the bear, it's crazy. I feel like you're dreaming, like you're, like you're really peeing. I, go, I always used to jump up. I always used to jump That's up. That's normally like, how it happens. Yeah. But it never catch me though. And honestly, I don't want to say no like I say. I sure my mother might know my older sisters or my brother one of them. But I can't really remember like somebody sudden out the mattress with me peeing. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get like an idea of your childhood, right? right. So you ever you, you ever use a latrine? For sure, for sure. All right. 100%. Ever took, you ever took water? For sure, hundred. I did everything in boy days a data boy could do. I play football, I play pitch, and I was good in everything. I ain't bragging on boost. I was good in everything. I was Sounds like he's kind of bragging. I am bragging. <laughs> <laughs> because my father was a cricket coach in real life. He was a, one of the assistant coach for the Trinidad junior team, cricket team. Wow. I was always good in, I was always athletic. I was good in marbled pitch. I was good in football. I was okay in basketball. I was, and I was, I was great in, in, in track and field. Like, I have 15 gold medals. Three trophies, you know, one bronze, two silver. I was the man in my, in my school. Yeah, yeah. In, tra- <laughs> in, in track and field. Like, listen. What school is this? This is Belmont Government Primary School. Yeah. On Belmont Circular Road. This, this is all facts. But you had sisters, so you ever play moral? No, 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 I ain't play no moral. I mean, I played it already, I ain't gonna lie, but I was no moral player. Like, you know, you go to any, listen, even if you was a guy, you know how to play hopscotch, you know how to play moral, you know how to play well, probably. Well, first you said no, then you're like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, what, what I mean, like, like, I probably did it before, but I wasn't like, yeah, we going and play moral. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. It was like, oh, come on, let me teach you how to, oh, how you just do this? Oh, well, let's play this game. What this game is like? And they teach you how to do it, you do it one time, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's enough for me. Yeah. So having so many sisters in your life, do you think that's helped to um, make you a better man in terms of understanding women? A million percent. How a million so? percent. Because I understood. It's not just about being around females. I understood females. I understood his moods, you know, um, um, you know, his woman talk. So at the end of the day, I, I understood like a girl who I m- might be dealing with or some a girlfriend or something like that sometime, you know. They're just in a different mood today, you know what I'm saying? They might tell their friends certain things that you mightn't really care for them to tell them because it's a girl talk and girl code and all them kind of things. So I kind of respect it. You know, not everything we will agree with and not everything we should agree with, you know what I mean? Even dealing with, you know, different, different gender. But at the end of the day, I understood you know, how a females move, you know, how they just talk, how they just, you know, how they just vibe and stuff like that. And my best friend is a female, you know, um, Wasi One, which is one of my close, closest friends, you know, she's a female, like, like my sister, you know your what I mean? So, mother, wow. Your mother. Your <laughs> mother. You know what I mean? So I learned girl code, you know, if that make any sense. Right. I learn it, like, to respect it now. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But obviously, you know, We's man too, and you had to let them know it sometimes if you step out of line or hey, that's not the way we go in with this, or that's not the way I like it. You know what I mean? Ah. If that is your thing, that is your thing, but that is not what I like. But I, I, it, it helped me to respect and understand, you know, females in a better way. 
Okay. For sure. For sure. Oh, okay, Mr. Martin. Yeah. Because, you know, I see all my girls and I see, I'm here, my girls. I see all my sisters and them just all the girls. Talk to them. Yeah, was that a Freudian slip? <laughs> nah, 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 no, no, no. I see all my girls, like all my sisters. Nah. I see, like, how all my sisters, like, will talk to guys or talk to their boyfriend, deal with them, you know, good way, a bad way, and stuff like that. And I just, you know, used to watch back and be like, yo, you know what I mean? And so when I was in that, you know, in that situation, you know, they'd be like, you know what? I guess that's just how it is. Yes, you know what I mean? Let me just love it. So, so um, with all that being said, is there a lady in your life right now? Um, I don't think I sounded, song, 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 song. You know she's gonna okay, cause you know she's gonna she, hear this of shit. Of course right? she'll hear it. You know what I mean? Um, but with all due respect, you know what I'm saying it's not like I don't have like a public relationship. You know what I mean? Like everybody knew that, cause then it would have been public. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, Do you ever put your business out in the public, though? Mm, Relationship-wise, I never did before. Okay. I never did before. So, you know. so publicly, you don't have a woman. Mm, Just privately. Public, yeah, publicly, I don't have a woman. But privately, you have a woman. Yeah, privately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, must, I mean, you must have a woman. You must. Have, you must have somebody. You oh know what I mean? Like, let me read. You, you must ask. Ain't nobody have nobody. <laughs> Some. Everybody have somebody. I don't care if that's where you're talking to. That's your date. That is your friend every now and then. I'm trying then. to help you here. No no, 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 no. I just calling it how it is. Okay. I, I, so, I, so my my question to you is: yeah. Do you see marriage in your future? Mm, it's not bright in my head, but it's not something I against. It's not something like I'll be like, yeah, I'm about to get married, or I could see myself. You think if you if, if the right person came around, that you probably might be like, for sure, for sure. Okay, so I mean, this person is not the right person then. I don't know that yet. Okay. I know that yet. Okay. You know, sometimes you might start off somebody as being your friend, and they might end up your girlfriend. So this is a friend with benefits. I wouldn't call her benefit. Nah, 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 I wouldn't say no friend with benefits. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move. Vibes, I'm gonna save you right now. Good vibes. It's good vibes. No, 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 no. Listen, everything I say, I can back it up. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm proud of myself. But it's a good vibe. It's not no a friend with benefits and no one then. Nah, it's a. It's a so cool can you vibe. have multiple friends? I don't think so. I mean, you I, don't think don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that would be fair. I mean, if it's friends, if we use any word friends, right? You use any word friends. Well, if, right, if we use any word friends, yeah, we can have, more, we can have five friends. <laughs> but if you're talking about relationship, you can't do that. You can't do that, bro. Come on. Travel bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, congratulate you yeah. um, because you are definitely living the American dream. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on being a homeowner. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. How does that feel? That's great. That's a great feeling. I came from came from nothing. And when I mean nothing, I don't mean nothing. But, you know, I don't. when you say nothing, a lot of people will be like, I come from nothing. But we really come from something. You know, yeah, your mother, your father, not everybody. But, you know, I came from that. And I had what just, just what I needed, you know, so I didn't have much. Right. So coming from there and then being an artist who is who was trying to stay a career from New York to Trinidad, back to Trinidad, and was you know born in Trinidad and they call him here well, he's a foreign artist now, and I thought I was born in Trinidad, you know what I'm saying, and to, to have nothing and then to make something out of that and to become a, a homeowner, you know, just to have a car or whatever it may be, or, you know, support your mom or you support your family in any way. It's a great feeling, you know what I mean? How does it feel for you to be living the American dream off of doing something you love? Oh, that is the ultimate dream. That is the, that is the ultimate, that is the ultimate dream. Like I say, 
I dream of things like this in, in real life. Like, I really live in a dream right now. Like, sometimes it'd be so surreal to me. Sometimes I look around and be like, yo, I really here. I really in Germany because of music. I really own this because of music, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm, I'm on these big stages with all the bigger, biggest artists who I used to watch up. Let's, you know. let's talk about some of the places that your talent has taken you to. Germany. Um, a lot um, different parts of London, Manchester, you know, um, um, Japan, Africa, Ghana, to be exact, you know, all over the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, all over the U.S., all over the Caribbean. And and some um, of the people you shared the stage with would include? Um, well, obviously, you know, the Top Gunners in Isoka, Marshall Montano, Bungie Garland, um, you know, and the rest, and everybody else. Right. Um, but know, you've also shared this stage with people who are not. Who are not in, 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 in Soka, yes. So let the people know. Um, Sean Paul. Right. Um, you know, um, Kelly Shea's with Frick Ross. It might sound weird, but, you know, Soka in a lot of arenas right now. Right. Um, reggae artists, like, most of the reggae artists, you know, Beanie, Bounty, you know, Popcorn, um, been in a lot of different festivals, Jack, you know, a lot of, a lot of artists. A matter of fact, shout out to you for having your song featured recently on VH1's Oh um, Yeah with Lil' Kim. Yes, yes, yes. And big congratulations um, to the whole team on that. And obviously, Travis Will and Jelani Pops, you know, um, like I say, it's a dream come true just to see stuff like that. My song being featured on VH1, like, I will never think that in a million years. You feel me? I will I will never think a lot of the things that are happening to me right now in a million years, like my face on a billboard and a bus stop. You know, it, 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 it's surreal to me when I see these things, but, you know, very humble and appreciative of it, you know what I mean? So that's one thing I really love about you, your humility. And I think people like to um, project what they think humbleness should be like. But right. I love the fact that you own mm -hmm. you own who you are. You are proud of who you are. You yeah. put a boast in yourself, but you're so humble enough that you could just talk to anybody and just vibe with anybody. Yeah. And I absolutely love that about you. So we're not going to go too much into your music because that's something that could easily be found on a Google search. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're, we're, we're talking about life beyond Soka with you and um, giving you an opportunity to talk about things that you don't necessarily or often share mm -hmm. with the public. Um, immigration issues. Mm -hmm. As a Caribbean American, um, who's now living the dream, I'm sure you've seen family members and friends that have gone through um, different kinds of immigration issues. Yeah. What is your stance right now on what's going on and the Trump administration and the fact that, you know, people are being deported or children are being taken away from their parents? Mm -hmm. um, well, first off, um, I'm not really, really deep into the politics like that, but anything with kids with me is very, very, very touchy. It's, it's something that don't sit well with me if it's not good or benefits any kids or the parents, you know, in that way. So um, when, you know, I watch any news sometimes and I see, in, you know, certain um, politicians or the police or whoever, you know, Trump obviously dictating them to take the kids away or separate the kids from the parents and stuff like that. It's a scary sight, it's a scary feeling for me living in the U.S., you mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because that could happen to anybody, right. you know. Um, and obviously, I'm a father, 
and I want the best for my kid, I want the best for myself, I want the best for his mom. So at the end of the day, stuff like that, I'm totally against it. Right. Um, with the other immigration issues and stuff like that, some of them kind of tricky. I don't know if they're arresting people or crime or, you know, just for being illegal in, in, in the U.S. Or, or stuff like that. Like I say, I'm not too deep in it. But it's a, it's a scary time <laughs> to be living in America, you know, is. because of the, the, the leader. You know, I like to get his name too much, you know, shine, but everybody know who he is. The leader who we have leading us over here is at any given time, he could just change a rule, change a law. And, you know, if you're not in position to... to you know, be in the right position to, you know, abide in that law or, or, or whatever it may be. You could be in you could be in jeopardy. You could be in in a, in a hole. You, you know mentioned kids and um, congratulations on Dakari turning four. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And I know wow. that kids have a special place in your heart because that's also part of your philanthropic work. You do a lot of back to school stuff with yes. the kids. Yeah. Why do you think it's so necessary for you to give back? Um, because um, the kids and them need encouragement from, you know, you know, the, I guess the people who they will look up to or the people, you know, in the community, obviously, to help them, to encourage them sometimes, you know. Um, me growing up as a kid, I never really had had that, you know, like to say, well, you know, somebody come into the school or artists come into the school and again to take pictures and that does motivate. I just like to motivate, you know, kids and stuff like that because obviously they are the future, you know, um, and I just want the parents and them to see that, you know, because me growing up, music wasn't like the the job in a parent's eyes to say, well, yeah, I want you to be an artist. You feel what I'm saying? So me as an artist now and being successful at that, you know, I always like to give back and show the parents especially, like, hey, if they want to be an artist, they want to be a doctor, if they want to be wherever it may be, once you go hard at it, it could be successful. And i just a kind person, honestly. I think I get that from, I think I get that from my mom, you know, so I just like to see people happy. My joy is to see people happy. My I've joy heard is to that. see kids I've, happy. I've heard that you're also kind to a degree that it could be, like, not so healthy to be that kind. It's not. It's not. It's, it's really not. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm being honest, but with kids, it's like, I will. I will. I do even charge for a kids show. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I could put out all day and I know I nothing to hide. That's your way of giving back. That is my way of giving back. If I, right. I come in to perform with the kids, and that is anywhere. That is New York, Trinidad, anywhere. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Once I have the time, I will come and I'll come and perform for the kids for free. Give back to the kids for free because at the end of the day, like I say, we have who else will encourage the kids besides the mom and the father and stuff like that? Who else will encourage the kids? You know, they, we, we as the Caribbean, you know, or American or wherever you may be, African, Spanish, we have to encourage our younger ones to, to grow up and, and make and keep the culture going and keep the community going in, our, in, in the right way. If we don't, then who could do it? They would just stray. And, and and do whatever they feel to do in the street, if you know what I'm saying. How has becoming a father changed your mentality towards life? Um just knowing just knowing that I have someone I mean I have a lot of nieces and nephews, but just knowing I have someone who's really, really looking up to me right now. You know. Like looking up to me, everything I do, you know, he trying to follow me, follow me. If I tie my shoes one way, he's trying to, <laughs> it's like if I walk one way, if I pose one way, if I picture, I see him posing certain ways. That's it's like mini me. That is, yeah, like, like in real life, I, you know what I mean? So, him just knowing that and seeing that from a young, from since he's small, anything I say, he try to mimic it. It's like, yo, 
I really had to walk the right way or walk the best way I could, you know what I'm saying, or do the right things because anything I do could fall back on him, you know what I mean, and affect him in his schoolwork, you know, and just home alone, mentally, you know. Um, so I say, you know what, I've been, I've always been walking a good path. You know, I, I don't want to say, you know, I was doing bad things and now, you know, I'm trying to do, you know, but you always try to improve and do better, you right. know, and, and you're more conscious of it right now, you know what I'm saying? So, as a parent. As a parent. Right. So I, I just got more conscious of what I'm doing, you know, what I'm saying and what I'm showing him and stuff like that. So, and you know, just just being just being me alone. I'm proud of you. Um, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of hats I have on it. It's so, a lot of hats, you know what I mean? But I'm taking it all. No complaints. I want to... So oftentimes when I see people who've attained a certain kind of success, yeah. um, I, I want to talk about the times that they felt like giving up. Right. Or they felt like they fallen short or failed because oftentimes it takes about a hundred tries before you can get that yeah one thing mm -hmm. and so tell me about an instance or an experience where you felt like i don't know if this so good thing is it really what i want to do it's really it right yeah. <laughs> um well me coming up doing music the the the, the focus was never to be how i am today I never thought I would have been here sitting down with you on a podcast doing an interview, being successful doing this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm being honest. I ain't just saying this because we This here. is the height of his career, yo. <laughs> sitting with Jay Bless on the podcast. You know, you dig. <laughs> Feel like fucking Oprah right now. <laughs> Brooklyn. Nah, no, listen. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I never. I never, um, I never thought I would have been this big, honestly, right? Or this popular, I should say, you know. And, and, Did and you ever I, dream it? That, like, yeah, I, I wanted to be it. Right. I wanted to be it, but I could have never seen myself because with me, I always, always underestimated myself. Right. Always, like, I only stopped underestimating myself maybe, like, last year, you know. Like, this is real talk. Like, it have a lot of stuff I was, like, when I be, you know, doing certain shows and going certain places and, you know, accomplishing certain goals, it's like, yo, I'm not supposed to have all this. Like, who is me to have this? Like, who is me to own a house? Who is me to have a drive? Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's a real, real thing, and it was getting scary because I was, a lot of things was moving fast. But back to your question. Um, it, was, it was the transition from, because I used to do reggae before. Right. Right, that songs like Beg No Friend and Black Princess and you know, not too too popular, but you know, people. That's in the when community. you were running the circuit with I Sasha. Right, and all Sasha of them. and King David mm -hmm. and Jabami, Carrie K yep. and you know the whole nine. Right? So the transition from that time into Soka was a tough time for me because first of all, nobody didn't know me yet I wasn't popular. But mentally it was like, yo, when I was when I started doing this soca, people was like me, you know, if you song anger doing Asuka, I feel reggae is for you, you know. And it was a whole block of anything I sing soca wise, they would be like, nah, that was song better than a reggae beat. But you, you don't do reggae again, you know? And it, they was just like pushing me back, pushing me back, pushing me back for that. And I, re I was recording songs. I was in Long Island. I was recording songs in Queen, all kind of studios, Staten Island. 
and none of the songs over 10 songs none of the songs got played on none of the radios and party djs wasn't trying to hear it it was like nah your voice name your voice your style is for reggae and i just push 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 and i met tasha my manager mm-hmm. and meeting her now at the time you know she introduced me to mastermind mm-hmm. which is sean noel mm-hmm. right and he was a part of Bungie's band in the earlies, which was Godfather's Asylum or the mm-hmm. Asylum band. And she managing him. She started to manage me. He's a soca producer. And once we get together, we build a chemistry under brotherhood outside of the music, right? And that chemistry helped us to create music with without even trying so you know how like uh missy would always say that timbaland you know helped her in mm-hmm. her career in, in terms of being a producer and and like he also attributes like having an artist like Aaliyah. you would attribute mastermind as the producer that really gave you the push um yes my the the, the team not not just sean but both of them, Sean and, and Tasha, Tasha. Mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying, obviously Tasha was steering the wheel and still is, you know, in management role of, you know, I think you guys should do this or, you know, she will, you know, probably try to get this on a, on some kind of mixtape, you know, you know, um, and just kind of try to push, 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 push me and, you know, say, hey, you're better than you think he is or you're, you're, you're better than this or, you know, stuff like that. Um, but Mastermind was always somebody I could have go by. I could have just link him 10 o'clock in the morning and be like, why well, coming over today? You know, I have a vibe, you know, and we just go and build a vibe. And that was the start of Lyrical today. You feel what I'm saying? Because of the chemistry we had and the freedom I had in the studio. You know what I mean? I couldn't just go to any studio, you know. Yeah, first of all, you had to pay money to go in the studio. Yeah. I ain't had it like that. <laughs> I ain't had it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't had it. <laughs> we'll shout out to Tasha, give all that free studio time. I just didn't have it that time, you know what I mean? I Matter was working. Fact, shout out to Tasha because you said before there were people that wanted you to stay stuck in the position you were in before doing what you were doing. Yeah. And you had a plan for your life to do something different, to yeah. do soca. That was your vibe. And right. they really didn't believe in it. But Tasha, this person, yeah, believed she, that you had a gift and her tapping into you and you tapping into the fact that she saw that right. helped to blossom your career. Yes. And so it, it's testament that we really need to surround ourselves with people who really believe in our dreams. For sure. And that's why she's still my manager today. You Ooh. know what I mean? How long have she been yeah. managing you now? Wow. Um, definitely over 10 years. For sure, over ten years since I started my career. Like back in like back in two thousand three, two thousand three, two thousand three, yeah, two thousand three, or before that, probably a little bit. People just didn't know me, but she was always my manager, or even before two thousand and three, actually. You know what I mean? And um, but but I want to touch on one thing real quick. Sure. Danger mental. A lot of people yeah. may know him. A lot of people might Big know up. him, right? Big up Danger. Big producer. Yeah, Danger Mental was the was the guy, the individual, who who taught me how to write, what is bars, what is chorus, where's pre-chorus, where's hook, where's harmony, melody, sing on key, you know, timing on rhythm. He teach me everything. 
You know what I mean? And sometimes I doesn't really get to big him up all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I had the raw talent. Yeah. So I had the raw talent. But he, when you come in studio now to record an actual song, it's a format, it's a strategy, you know, you had to be, you know, you might have to whisper in certain tones and certain keys and how he teach me all of that. You know what I mean? So I just want to big up Danger before. That's before, way before, you know. You know what I mean? He yeah. is a big producer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like the plate king. All the, yeah. all the artists are them who doing the plates. So For real, right? Hip hop, reggae, soca, anything. <laughs> go by Danger, man. That is where everybody just goes. So, you know, I just want to touch on that. Like, But like I say, you know, that was the only part of, of my career because let me tell you something, right? Not not sure of if this is really if you can do it because the other people around you are saying like right. this transition from reggae into into soca. Into, into soca. But even but even real quick, even when I was when I came in soca, right? I wasn't just automatically successful. I wasn't one of them who just jump in the game and just get a big hit like that. So e- even before that time when I had all over the girl and Ramaji and and the Hunter and all them songs where people that kind of hardly know. I was never the kind of guy like saying, hey boy, I ain't making no money in this. I ain't getting plenty shoes in this. I giving up. I had was to make it. That was in my mind. Ain't, listen, giving up was never... F- from the time I met Tasha, right? And that whole scenario, I just explained with Tasha and Sean. I never had one day in my life, in my career, where I get up and be like, yo, I giving up. On the old tough times, tune record, tune and play, tune and hit. That was from the earlier days. Never, ever, ever, ever say I wanted to give up. I always say, I always tell myself, yo, going on. Them ain't really know it, but I going and make it. And the mistake them can make is just to give me a bly. Just mm. one chance. Anytime they give me one chance with one song, That's it. they're never going and not hear from me again. Right. Ever in life. It's only if... if the only time you ain't going to hear from me is if I don't go in the studio. You feel what I'm saying? Because And that, that was my plan. That, 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 was, that was, I was eager to do that, to show them because they was, they was trying so much to pull my back, to hold my back, to hold my back, to hold my back. So I was like, at that time, I was like, I wonder if them fear me, boy. They so, fear my so, talent. So, you know what so, I mean? Like, so let's stop about that. They were trying a lot to hold you back. Let's identify who the they was because I can actually like assume that mm. You are an American-based soca artist that's right. doing soca, and that they would be the people back in Trinidad or in the islands that are not really receptive to a foreign soca right. artist. Right, but not I don't I don't want to I don't want to say it like the people in the Caribbean. The forces that be. Couple DJs. Okay. Cu- couple DJs because I mean at the end of the day the people was always you know showing me the vibes and the love you know once they heard me they feel me but. Obviously, when you do music, it had to get played. And right. who just play the music is the DJs. Right. I even had a DJ tell me, I was on a radio interview, and he tell me off here. He told me, I sang all over the girl that year, and he said, yo, I feel they just are Brooklyn tuning, oh boy. While it playing on the air, while it playing, I'm in Trinidad, and he telling me, boy, I feel they are Brooklyn tuning, I ain't feel down here, but really, grass to that, you know. I said, well, I know no scene. If they ain't grass, they ain't grass, but I'll come with the next one next year. And the next year I come with Ramaji, and it was a little more popular than that. And the next year I come with 25-8, and it was way more popular than that. And then I come with Conquer Man, Lockdown, and then Cloud9, and Luna, and then Jam and Sick, and then ba- Freedom, and then ba- Dip and Roll, ba- and then Criminal ba- Wine, and then Party ba- Lit, and then Zigzag. And it, you know what I mean? So, by him telling me that... <laughs> by him telling me that, just fuel... Put a fire in your ass. Yo, when he told me that, I was like, this man now tell me. My song is only for Brooklyn. 
I never know you had no barriers in music. Right. Like you could be in China and have a big song in America. You could be in Africa, right. Afro Soca, right? So back then, I was I was already thinking like that back then. Like, yo, I don't care where I live in, though. Yo, you had to move back to Trinidad, you must move. No, I don't. Right. I can make a bad song right here and it cling to the people in Trinidad. Especially really. when soca artists in Trinidad quick to come up to the U.S. Right. And that was my and thing. And their money. That was my thing. Back then, like, but they wasn't seeing it now. Not the artists. Maybe the DJ. Like, they wasn't seeing it. It was like, yo, you had to come to Trinidad. I was like, oh, I have to come to Trinidad. And when Carnival finished, everybody's come up here. Right. So it had to have some kind of power up here too. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I can be here and record a song. And then a lot of these songs, even even with even with Marshall, a lot of these songs he was recording from back then. Because a lot of people know Marshall used to live in New York. Yep. He used to live here at, at one point. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And he used to record a lot of songs here. So if he recorded these songs here and it going all over the Caribbean and the world, right. how come I can record a song right here too? Right. And it go so in their mind I had to live to do what? To come on a radio, I could fly down and come on the radio when right. I need to come on the radio. I don't have to live there, and that was always my mentality. And I had something to prove, and I prove it. Maybe they were saying that because if you're not living in Trinidad, it's not authentic soca. That That's never, some bullshit, that right? Never, that real bullshit. That never makes sense to me in my life. It still do. It will never. It never will. If right. you look, Cohen does live Canada. Right. He used to live London. Right. He used to live New York before. I can't remember. I I personally can't remember when Cohen was living in Trinidad. And how much hits he have and write and produce. You know what I'm saying? Those same <laughs> DJs that didn't want to play your music, do they play it now? Million percent. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. All of them and they more. They want that power. And, and they just tell their friends too. I know he hey, does hey, my hey, friend, hey, but. You know what I mean? But like I say, listen, right? Is I under, like coming into the game, I didn't understand the game, right? All I know, I had talent. I could write a song. If you put on a rhythm, I know I could come up with something. Regardless if it's the biggest tune or not, I could come up with some kind of melody, some kind of chorus, some kind of lyrics, something, right? But now I understand the game, right? And in this game, nobody don't owe you anything. So to all the young artists who are coming into the game, don't feel you're coming into the game to get no handouts. It's in no handouts here. You don't expect a man have to give you a rhythm or I have to call you up on a stage. Ain't Put nobody have to do work. nothing. In your work, your social media right now, a lot of it is for free. Promote yourself, get your YouTube channel, your Instagram, your Facebook, wherever it may be. Go in your studio, pay a little $40, $30, wherever it may be, right? Record your song and promote yourself, build your brand, take your photo shoot, do your videos, do everything, right? And you come into the game with a buzz. It's right. no record label in here scouting for no talent and all them kind of things to say, well, yo, you on my label and I go in and sign you and make money. Nobody making no money off of you in so in soca, you know, in a record label and stuff like that. So in this genre of soca, you had to create your own vibes, create your own hype. If it's a writer, keep writing. If you're a producer, keep producing. And you practice your craft. When you come in the game and you practice your craft and your name start to call a little bit, you rub your shoulders with the right people, producer will start to give you rhythms. We'll start to send you rhythms. But you gotta you put in that work. But you have to put in your work. How how you could come and tell how a man come and tell me, but I real good. So let me hear something. I know nothing yet. So how I gonna know if you're real good? Right. Music is like mathematics. You can't just say it in practice. It's practical. If you have to, you have to actually have to solve the problem. You actually have to do it. And it has to make sense. Yeah, it makes make sense. <laughs> one on one is not six. You just mentioned Kerwin, and I want to talk a little bit more of your songwriting skills, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you don't only write for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, who are some of the people that you've written for? Um. Pfft. 
well, <laughs> not not a lot. Not I know it's for a lot of people, you know. I would lock down for myself and Cohen Duba. Um, I'm more I'm more right for the younger artists, honestly, you know. Um, I did writing for Young Devin and um, you know, uh, who else, boy? Um, Tal Pri. Um, Tapper's a big artist. Otis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't mean small. And you know, when I when I mentioned Talpri, it was supposed to be a comma. Okay. And then, yeah, it was supposed to be a comma. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, my, 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 definitely that small artist about Talpri. Talpri is the godfather of the job. That is my brethren, king of job, king of Grenada. Let me get that straight one time. You just redeemed time. yourself. Yeah. Let me get that. Let me get that straight one time. Ain't no small artist but Talpri. Okay. Right? So, so you've been do- doing some songwriting, but you have a lot of collaborations a lot of collaborations and you've done a lot of collabs with Patrice Good Patrice Cohen Dubois Voice Tedison John Nadia Batson um, you know I'll get a little exclusive me and Nadia coming out with a song and a, and a video real soon um, I wasn't probably what I was supposed to say it but eh, we got eh, an exclusive eh, John eh, motherfucking eh, Bob yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, um, so Natty and Lyrical on a track for Carnival 2020. Me, I'm more collabs. I ain't gonna get all, but Natty, you know, Natty's Okay, give me one so. more. Give me one more. <sighs> okay, me and M1 have one. Really? Um, yeah, it's real nice. Real, really? Real nice. I was just talking to him on the way here. What are you about to ask? Me and he was supposed to do a song like three, four years ago, you know, but none do happen before it time, you know what I mean? Um, right. The song, the song, I'll get a real quick um, kind of joke. So I wrote this song called Lockdown, mm-hmm. 2014. And me and Cohen do end up doing this song, right? Make me feel wonderful. It's a blessing sent to me. I'm feeling great, right? Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to write a song for Kes. And I wrote that song for Kes. I, I'm not telling Kes to so laugh about it and thing, you know. And <laughs> I send the song to Cohen and I say, oh, I want you to produce this song. You know, I was listening to like a Rihanna song. I'm not a Rihanna song, um, Shine Bright Like a Diamond. I was just seeing pictures on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, lyrics came to my head. And when I wrote this song, Cohen say, um, nah, nah, me and you doing this song. I said, nah, nah, I don't know. I, I write it for Kes. Like, this is Kes song. And, you know, he just hijacked the song and produced it. And, and we end up That was gangster. It. Yeah, that was gangster. So, shout out for for being gangster. Gangster, the song produced it, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, we had luck. Then, so. Congratulations on your 2019 album, The Journey. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that yeah. body of work of 20 songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A full album. How you feeling about that? Um, great. You know, actually, I have three albums. A lot of people from my probably don't know have three albums. But the journey, the reason why the journey is very important to me because that is my first album, right? And is 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 the songs that put me into the game, you know, um, that I made my name with early in the game, you know, help people recognize lyrical, you know, help me travel to places for the first time, you know, songs like Twenty Five Eight, you know, Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine, Ramage. and uh, and all these songs. Mm-hmm. Ramage was also a song that I wrote for Alison Hines. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a different story. And they end up winning the first year with Ramage. So nice. Ramage. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but the journey um, is definitely a body of work that I'm very proud of, you know, and, and I just look back at it at times and even listen to some of these songs like, wow, you know, it's really, it's really a journey, you know, making these songs, you know what I'm saying? Because these songs, like I say, take me a lot of places. 
beyond yeah. life beyond soca for you what 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 is a, a day like when you're not traveling you're not in the studio mm. do you have a day like that yeah what so what Music are you doing always on my mind though like it's, it's, it will never come off even when i'm doing different things but a regular day you know i wake up and you know, obviously start my day with a prayer you know brush my teeth take a bath drink a tea must <laughs> first thing eat drink it have to be tea I don't care what part of the ruler is. must be that. Big up for my tea drinkers. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah, yeah. talking I'm, about I'm tea. You have to tea's life. Tea's life. We just Swear. said this. Yeah, tea's life, you know. Um, what kind of tea I, you like? I like all kind. Of, I don't like certain kinds. But don't I like tell me to be drinking Lipton with milk, yeah? No, I don't drink milk at all, first okay, of all. Great. Yeah, I don't drink milk. Great job. I don't drink milk in anything. Okay, good. Right? So what kind of tea are you drinking? Um, I, I like peppermint. I uh-huh. like um, I like um, green tea with peppermint in it. I'm mm-hmm. mixed with green peppermint. I drink some of that this morning. Um, lemon, ginger. Yeah, I like I like the ones that, you know, that's making this gear vibe. So when, so when, you, when you're drinking, it's for, you, it's for your pinky finger. But you're like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Must, you must, you must, you must, you must. <laughs> I don't drink tea with a head tied in. Nah, I'm stuck in cap with a head up in one. <laughs> Yo, I'm loving this. Nah, but um, um, lemon tea is one of my favorite. Lemon and ginger. Um, the lemon. Um, so I, I, I learned something about you. Mm-hmm. Um, that you like real snacks, and the only snacks you like <laughs> is snacks from Trinidad, and you have a whole cupboard in your house yeah. full with cheese balls and cheesies <laughs> and nuts and all kind of digestive and ca- all these kind of things from Trinidad. Is that? Uh, well, obviously it's true because you're yeah. laughing. Um, yeah, I mean, I like snacks from so I get, I think I get that from my mom too, boy. My mother would like real snacks, boy. Like, my mother wouldn't even eat food and she would eat snacks, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I like to... I as a person like to entertain, so not necessarily all these snacks. I go just buy them and eat all, you know what I mean? I, I like to have things so when people come and check, <laughs> yeah, man, could eat a Bigfoot, could eat a peanut, <laughs> a Pacachana, you know what I mean? A Tambran boy. A Bigfoot? Yeah, because everybody's <laughs> got to go to Trinidad or all some, the time. A Cheezies. A Cheezies, yeah. a Zoomers. <laughs> so silly. You know what I mean? Not everybody's got to go and some... and. Every time I'm in Trinidad, regardless if I pass in through the airport, just bring to get back to something next for me. Bring back a KFC, bring back a pack of China, bring back a tamarind malt. Bring. So automatically in my head, every time I'm there, I just bring back stuff to have. You know what I'm saying? You've adopted a lot of great habits from your mom. And yeah, 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 being yeah, yeah. a part of a large family with a lot of sisters, do you know how to cook? For sure. Was like it? That, like that, is one of the, that is one of the things some of my fans know. And some of them don't really know, you know what I mean? If you was when I was on um, um Snapchat, I used to do it a lot. You know, I even did it a couple of times on my Insta stories and stuff like that. Um chefing from scratch. Yeah, chefing from scratch. I make a pillow, I talk about from scratch, from the nothing in the pot to when you burn the sugar, to when you throw in your water yeah. and your rice and your seasonings and your seasoning salt and your thing and everything, and then you put in your chicken and your peas last and <laughs> Coconut milk. So you need a wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if she go cook. <laughs> Why? What do you want to cook You see, the thing is, I, 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 I could cook, right? And I love to cook. I don't want to but, cook. But no, no, no. It's not, not, it's not even that. I just don't have the time to cook all the time. That is really the thing. Like, honestly, like, if I, if I get a chance to cook every day, all week, I probably These are cook excuses, at least. Lyrical, okay? No, 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 no. I've seen Faye 
husband. Go and mash up fat and still come home and cook for she husband. Yeah, because she have a husband. Okay, she but you can come home and cook. For who? For who? So we go first. <laughs> <laughs> she, you see, in her position, right? She have to cook. She, we're a gallon style. I make the man style. I make, come on, you need good food. So, so like, I'm. T- you're you're such an eligible bachelor, right? Well, kind of, sort of. But I mean, like when you look towards like Bungie and Faye and certain people in the industry that yeah. have been married for a long time, right? Do you aspire to have something like that? Yeah, or? it's a great it's a great thing. It's a, it's a, it's love is love is good. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know who who could not like somebody who is is married with? with but do you believe in marriage? For sure. For yeah. sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. I believe in. Listen, anything with love, I deal with love. Marriage is love. Kids is love. You know, um, you know, and, and family's love. So at the end of the day, anything with that, I, I could, I would always watch it in a way of yo. I like that. I like to see that. Everybody just have their fights and, they, and you know the things behind the scenes. That is, that is natural. You feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, love is love. Marriage, you know. So do you I think Trini men could be faithful? Anybody can be faithful. Yo, let me say something. <laughs> girls just tell me that all the time. Yeah. You know, that like, girl will be saying a fat and be like, mind you, we're not having a conversation of I asking for your number or you asking for mine. We're just having a conversation of, you know, um, I admire you and ting, ting, ting. And, and all of a sudden, man, nah, I, can't, I can't even no tree, man. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like what do you mean? Like, I can't even no tree, man. Nah, all of, all of a sudden, too much woman. Every man could have a woman. Like, <laughs> I don't care if you're Trinidadian, Jamaican, Guyanese, Grenadian, American. Yeah, but those are the top offenders nah, you're calling nah, them. Nah, nah, the Trinidadian, Guyanese, Jamaican, Grenadian. So, sorry, so, 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 excuse me, the Asians. So, no. what do you, what do you, man? Like, like, Yo, all are we, like, all man are is man. <laughs> a Trini man. I mean, Trini man. Yeah, just like the only like to talk about red woman. Is it I mean, tr- yeah, I mean what? I, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't talk about red woman. Badly, it just have a little stigma of red woman, you know, being bad. You know what I mean? I, maybe he's in a good way, but I don't know. I just hear it. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't have nothing against red woman. Oh my god! One of, one of my sisters light skin. You know what I mean? So, I, I, you know, you know what? <laughs> just let's let's move on because yeah, yeah, yeah. Big up all the reds. Big up all the reds. Big up G bless. <laughs> Big up the rest. <laughs> <laughs> only rest, only rest, yeah. Um, is, are your parents still around? Your mom is still here? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where's yeah. your dad? Yeah, my dad in Atlanta, you know what okay. I mean? We, all, we both have a great relationship, you know, me and my father, uh, me and my mom, you know, that is my girl, you know what I mean? So what I think, are some of the lessons that are, or a lesson that you've learned from your Caribbean parents that have stayed with you? Whether they beat you for something, it's like, I was never going to do this shit again, or they have always told you this saying over and over or something that you know you could pass down onto Dakari. Right. So. Well, one of them is friend with Kari and bring it, yeah. Go bring, bring it back. back right? Mm-hmm. They take it and bring it back, right? And that that always stick with me because at the end of the day, is is in life, you trust yourself the most. You feel what I'm saying? You trust yourself the most because at the end of the day, that to me, that, that have different you know ways and different meanings to me. You feel me? Believe in it. Believe after you believe in God, you believe in yourself the most. You don't believe in no friend or believe in anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Cause them could them probably could want not what you want in life. You feel what I'm saying? So 
he might carry by the corner to lime. You know, it might be a good thing for him, but it might be a good thing for you. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself and you had to know what you want out of life or out of career or whatever you're doing. You feel me? Um, you know, and, and, and just, they always, my mother always tell me, my father always tell me, hey, education is key. Right. Education Sounds is key. so Western Yeah, education is, you must learn your work, read a book, pick up a book, do this, because at the end of the day, even in music, besides your talent, you had to know the business. Right. At the end of the day, when I was coming into music, it was, it was just a hobby for me. Right. It wasn't no money making or no business or no contracts or anything like that, but now... I live in a life in music. Now you had to deal with contracts, business, you know what I mean? Um, preaching of contract. Uh, a lot of different things you had to know. If you even even on the music, even the music aspect of it, you know. Copywriting. Um, aspect, copywriting right. and, and, and splits and royalties and all that, you know, different things. So mm-hmm. you had to kind of be aware. So, you know, believe in yourself. And like I said, you had to know what you want out of it. So, education, definitely. And, um, yeah, go follow Bad Company. So, in my head, uh, this podcast, we really focus a lot on mental health yeah. and especially in our Caribbean community because it's still a stigma to talk about anything that deals with our mind, mm-hmm. um, to talk about being stressed or depressed or sad. Yeah. Um, because when you're sad about you have everything, is a big superstar. What do you mean you're feeling down? Mm-hmm. Go? I mean, like, yeah, money in the bank, you have a house, mm-hmm. you have a healthy child. What you sad? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been through a depressive period in your life? Yeah, yo, music is depressing sometimes, yo. You feel me? Talk about that. Because at the end of the day, listen, when we do music, we don't do music for ourselves. We do music for the people. And not all the time you will get the same people or the majority of the people to like all your songs or like all the music or video or whatever you do or performance or anything like that. You know right. what I mean? So sometimes we just have bad nights. We might have a bad performance. It might be our fault. It might be the system. You know what I mean? It might be the DJ. It might be the club. You know what I mean? It might be the, the, the level of the song or whatever it may be. And stuff like that is stress, stress us out. Like, this is, like, real thing. Like, when we coming up to Carnival musically right now, I talk about right now, I'm on this podcast right now. Like, I in a space of, yo, I slightly kind of stressed. Why? Because now I have to create music again, right? To keep the momentum. <laughs> to keep the momentum. And it's be like, you're biting your nails. And it's, this, this is real talk. Eh? Yeah, Don't let no artists tell you different. All of we just feel like this. Every time the season coming up, you write a song, you record a song, and you're listening it, and you be like, well, I wonder if people go like this. I wonder if I go, quote, unquote, and we to get through with this song. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, the songs we put out now will determine how next year, summer, and the whole year is. You know, the shows you do, obviously, the money you make and all of that, and all of that good stuff to, to support your, your, your lifestyle or your family or yourself or whatever it may be. So right. at the end of the day, we just, we just fall into that kind of depression mode of, yo, I ain't get the song I want yet or I ain't hear the rhythm I want yet. And sometimes we home and we just like, wait, boy, like... Damn boy, it's October. I ain't catch this yet. Or it's September. If you see November, and yeah, your song ain't really tinging up yet, it's like yo, what you gonna do? Because promoters starting to book artists and stuff like that. And mu- music is like, and at the, at the end of the day, people just say music is a mission, not a competition. It is a mission, but it's in a competition form. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Music is competition. 
because the top dogs make the most money. Exactly. That is why you have Billboard charts, who is number one and two and three and four. It's competition. And who's, who could tour the most? Who could tour the most? Who make any most money? You feel what I'm saying? At the end of the day, even in soccer, it have soccer on a competition. Right. How oh, in a competition? And the world is competition. We, we, we're competing against each other. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, we all want to be the, to, to have one of the biggest songs for the year. Every artist. You know, we don't have to say, well, the, the biggest, but one of the biggest. You want to have a hit every year. You feel me? So, and when you don't, or when, when you ain't seeing it coming, you just fall into that zone. You'll be depressed. That's that big, that big, 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 big facts. I appreciate you for being honest about that. Um, and and as, as an artist, you're 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 sensitive about your shit, mm. right? Like like passionate, sensitive and passionate. Right, and and that ties into your ego, and you know, like it's a shot if you don't get the response that you were hoping for. So I totally respect that you could be honest about it. Yeah. Now, without calling names, mm. have you ever had any beef on the scene? Beef um, or rift with any soca artist, and uh, and were you able to overcome that or no? No, no, no. I I wouldn't say no. I never had no beef with nobody. Mm -hmm. Like to me, like beef is you know a different thing. Like you know to have a little, to have a dispute with somebody or maybe a misunderstanding with somebody. I wouldn't even like that. That wouldn't that wouldn't even be nothing big. You know, I had little disputes with one two artists and thing like that. But it it wasn't no beef. Like we wasn't like against each other to say, well, you know, we're seeing each other and it's a screw face and we want to fight and all. It was never that, you know what I mean? It was never, I never had that. If it's a dispute of a man, you know, say something about this project, why working on this man and, like, you know, by affiliation or something like that, then, yeah, but, you know, but that's natural things, though. Right. I that, that think that's every artist, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a, it's a bunch of egos in the game, you know, his producers, his artists, you know, his rhythms you're dealing with every year, you know what I'm saying? Backstage and, you know, somebody might be having a good day and they pass you straight in, hail you, and, you know, you find the shit that hail you. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden when them see you again and them try to heal you, you inhaling them because you fight. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's small things, man. Like, and then all you could touch it out and be like, boy, and wow, it's really not in a good mood at night, you know, thing, 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 and small thing, and all you knock a glass. And, but that's about it. Anything else? We're learning more about your nature. I've heard that you're a very playful person. So yeah. it's like you really don't like that kind of element yeah. of stress and energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like... I ain't coming in music to, to beef with nobody. You know what I mean? Just come like, to I, making music. Yeah, and, money and, and, and make people happy. You and know go. what I mean? Yeah, jamming a girl and knock a glass and, you know, going a carnival. So we need to work on... I've seen that you've improved your whining skills. Yeah, but I'm working on it still. I buy a bigger mirror and, and you know... You know, <laughs> I buy actually buy two mirrors. You yeah. know what I mean? So I could see the 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 the, the rotation. You know what I mean? Because Patsy had more wine in last year Yo. with this criminal wine. I never thought I would have been whining so much, <laughs> so much on stage. Like, I was like, what? What? Did he just do three chucks that he done? Yeah, like the first performance, it was like we performed somewhere in um I think um Celebia up in Togo, and first time he performed this song, and Wasi and them was laughing. It was like. You singing a big whining song and you need for you need for whining. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I is not a whiner. But you have to whine, you're singing criminal whine. How you ain't gonna whine and you see that nice, nice girl in front of you? You ain't gonna choke it. So, so, so like, did you get lessons? Yeah, I had us to go home. <laughs> Listen, I had us to go home in the house. It was like, let me see it. Let me see it now. Oh, so I had us to, <laughs> I had us to make up my whole mind 
Você quer aprender a morrer? Você vai precisar ser o quê? A cuina não vai. Vai ir a vida. A cuina não vai. A cuina não vai. And I was talking to, I was talking to my friends on them, and they was like, "Dog, you had a wine, no?" And I'm like, "Dog, you, you know, you telling me I had a wine?" It's like, "Dog, you had a wine." You sing a song called "Criminal Wine," dog, and like Patsy, dog, like Patrice, everybody want a wine and shit. I was like, "That is my home girl, dog. Like, oh, I ain't like that. We don't care about that. Do it for we." <laughs> I swear, they used to say shit like that. And I, after a while, I was like, you know what? The next time you perform, I take a shot at Hennessy. I went on stage and I start to throw waist. Like, like, quick courage, but your waist was not moving in time with Patsy, though. Yeah, I'm never going to move in time with Patsy. I'll never be able to whine like Patsy. You know what I'm saying? And I always used to be like, I went on stage and tell him, listen, I'm Mr. Killer. Now everybody had a gift of all that moonwalk and whine on your head and flip and... I'm not and then just take my little two jokes. Yeah, and, I ain't just saying on. that. You know, yeah. I ain't splitting like Vaughn and I'm like, I just saying that. I, yeah. I love the fact that that you are so dedicated to your craft that you will go home, buy two mirrors, and learn how to wine. Yeah, yeah, nice listen, dedication. Listen, listen. <laughs> last year Carnival, 2018 Carnival, I promise you, I was whining every day when I reached home in the mirror. Like, I had to stay improved. Because, like, Gills was liking it now. It was like, like when I posted on Instagram and story, it was like, yo. Oh, look at you, Troy Waze. You're looking nice. I was like, all right. Troy wow. Waze by yourself. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but when they're dancing with somebody, oh, no. Oh, man. And then Patsy Real Wicked, too. She used to put, like, she put me on the spot in Army Fet. Yo, this is 15 to 20,000 people in the middle of Carnival. And she put me in Trinidad Carnival and she put me on the spot. All I want to see Lyrical Wine. Oh, Jesus. And I'm on stage and I'm like, um. I don't really want to wine tonight. <laughs> no! If all I want to see you wine, 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 and the crowd like, wine, wine, and I'm like, wee, and I just had a stomach of wine in How the middle of the stage. How you be a big artist and say, I don't really feel like whining I, tonight? I not no whiner. <laughs> ask Bungie, ask Bungie to whine in the middle of a he, stage. He's learned how, you know what? I ain't saying he can't. No, but he's definitely become more of a performer now in terms of like dancing on stage. Yeah, like you that, may not want to whine, but you might want to like do a little dance or something. Yeah, now. but I, Dancing is one thing. I could do my two-step. I do my shuffle. I do the, you know what I'm saying? I do the millie rock. I cannot. You could, you could do all of that. I cannot. But we're talking about just winding down, rotating your waist in the middle of a stage. Just so in some artists. Eh. And listen, I'm not against it at all. This is part of the culture. This is part of the thing. And others actually wind up. I ain't the greatest winder. Let me tell you something. We're going to no, have to see this for no, ourselves. Nobody, nobody, you know how to tell me. Nero. Mm -hmm. You ain't that good in wine, and I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need only to tell you that. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying. Like, give me a little... Help me then. Help me then. Help me. Give me a so class. Why, is, so, why nobody never invite me to the class? When, all when, them girls. Royal G. Inhale me. Impress all and How yo, come them never invite me? Yo, please. Me? That's, that's, that is... He just put it out there. Y'all invite Lyrical to your class. You know much woman go show up to all your class and pay just to Come listen on. are you serious i want this i want the class <laughs> i need i need to improve this thing mr devon martin mr <laughs> devon martin aka lyrical yeah 2019 is ending yeah do you feel you've accomplished everything you wanted to this year in, tw in 2019 it's always more to accomplish you know i just want to put that out there in any year you know if you accomplish 10 you probably want to accomplish 15 but 
this year was definitely a great year of accomplishments for me i accomplished something i i i set out to accomplish like three years ago in 2016 which is um a house you know what i mean um, congratulations thanks again and um you know obviously you know my son turning for this was his golden birthday this year four on the fourth of august Aww. um you know a, a lot of a lot of things that um a lot of business a lot of business ventures i did this year and yeah. one of them i know if I, I can't mention that one yet because we still we just Working finalizing everything no it, it kind of it done it done 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 already we just finalizing we just finalizing uh, you know uh, what uh, yeah say it say it yeah say it. so right all go look out for the clothing line coming bang, so, bang, you know, bang, so, bang, yeah bang, things bang. like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put it out anyway. I ain't gonna tell already name. Don't ask me the name. Don't ask me the name. You ain't any name. <laughs> I love when y'all yeah, come yeah. up here and give me exclusives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love it. We got like three um, out of you today. Yeah, so big up Tash, big up Tony, big up the whole team. Um, we'll definitely come back and you know, when obviously when the launch happens, we have a big launch, you know, um a couple couple places. Obviously New York City for sure. As Make well. sure I'm invited. For sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um we will be having a launch soon, um, probably as soon as end of next month. You yep. know, and um, like I said, everything just finalizing, fine printing things, website. Yeah, you definitely so. have a great sense of style, so that's really dope. That's a great venture to go into. Yeah, I always like to dress from small. I realize. Yeah, yeah. And I am no stylist. I am no stylist. Listen, yeah, you ha you, ha you were raised by women who have great style. It's just yeah. like passed down. Yeah. So we're getting ready to wrap up, and yes. I'm happy that you were able to talk about, you know, things that you don't normally talk about on in the interview. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. For sure. I like the vibes, yeah, I like the vibes. Yeah. You know, sometimes when I interview, and don't get me wrong, I mean, musician, so yeah, but it's not, it's all that singing, 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 singing. Sometimes people, people now want to get to know you. As an artist, What's like they that? know we just sing, like we just post videos, we mashing up a show, we thing, we this all the time, yes. But they like to know you, who is lyrical, like who is Devon Martin, if you know what I'm saying. And the questions you asked today, um, it was it was great questions, deep questions for the fans and them to to know, like I said, know a little more and enjoy and relate to, you feel know what I'm saying. So now you know, you know what snacks he like, make sure they have it ready you know he looking for a whining class so just make sure you throw waist on him anytime you see him i give you permission yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do like that aka do like that Back which then, is the newest like that. <laughs> let me see you do like that <laughs> i love it that's your latest single yeah, yeah one of your latest singles that you dropped right yeah. before miami carnival which yeah. is normally the pace yeah 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 do like that um you know Ruction. Ruction, definitely. Oh, we're shooting a Ruction video tonight. All black thing, glue thing. You feel me? Big up Chad, big up Taj, big up the whole team, big up Fetless, big up everybody, you know, any team who has something to do, you know, putting it together. Not nice. just this, but everything with lyrical, you know, team lyrical, tech, Spooky, the whole vibes. You know, um, Noe, um, International Steven, you know, everybody, everybody who have something to do with my career, you know, hands on. I just want to say thanks. Yes. You know, appreciate it every time. You know what I mean? And the fans and supporters, obviously, that's who we do it for. Yeah? Every DJ, every host, every media house, every Instagram page. I ain't every I don't it don't matter where you're from. I just wanna say thanks every time. Not all the time we just get to say thanks. You know what I'm saying? No study where we accomplish it. Study, we appreciate. 
the love and the support over the years and years and years and years and you support me and i'll always support you i'll never say no to a pic i'll never say no to signing an autograph i'll never say no to holding a yeah. baby in your hand and giving them a kiss on the cheek or giving a girl a kiss on the cheek you yeah. feel what i'm saying and taking a pic we show love a million percent like oh we just get love a million percent so i just want to say again thanks 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 yeah. thanks thanks and i try my best every time i go in the studio I'll go anywhere to put my best foot forward on stage, in a booth, writing, recording. Just say thanks again. That was a great way to close out. Yeah. One question before we go, and I want you to finish this sentence with me. Yeah. Because of Soka, I... Oof. There's a, a lot of things I could say there. You know? Whichever one comes to the top of your mind. Wow. Because of Soka, I'm living my dream. I love it. Yo, much love to Lyrica, the boss himself, <laughs> Caribbean American king yeah, of yeah, Soka, yeah, 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 yeah. repping Brooklyn all day, every day. In this life is love and hate. Mm. I tell some of them come out my face, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them it's only love we embrace, dog. Ba, 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 ba. Yo, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Larica, we love you. We thank appreciate you. you. We thank you so much for your humility and your hospitality. Just like being an amazing artist that you are. And we sure. know that you will always be blessed. Thank you. Because you keep giving back. And thank you so much for spending time with us today on In My Head. All right. So it was your girl having a whale of a time. I'm so sorry if I sound like a jammed laughing during Lyrical's interview, but yo, I definitely had an amazing time just basking in his creative energy and learning a little bit more about him. I hope you've learned a little bit more about who Devon Martin is. Uh, Lyrical definitely is someone you need to keep your eyes on and support him. Get his album, buy his album. The Journey is available now on Apple iTunes and everywhere so make sure you get the journey with some of his biggest hits available it's a 20 track album so make sure you cop lyricals the journey album matter of fact what's playing in my head well we just big up do like that so what's playing in my head is do like that by lyrica get used to it. big big tune <laughs> You know what? What is your favorite lyrical track? Use the hashtag HeadWithJV. Share it on social media. I want to know. I'll repost it and I'll tag him so that he knows what you like. So let me know what's your favorite lyrical track. Use the hashtag HeadWithJV to let us know. It's your girl, Jay Plus. Yet another episode of In My Head, bitch! <laughs> Thank you so much for your love and support. See y'all next week right here on In My Head.